When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're going live. We'll do it live. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. Good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday. It's the last live for the next three episodes. The next three episodes are not going to be live. This is the last live for the next three episodes. But fret not, you're still going to get your episodes. You guys are still going to get that crack. I'm your crack dealer of of content. I uh man, I'm going on a trip today. I'm I'm going on a flight with Nurse Chick. We are we are limousine riding, jet flying all the way to England today. Uh, this afternoon, we're gonna head out. Get there tomorrow. Tomorrow at, at, at just before 1 p.m. Uh, you know, British time, I guess. So it's it's gonna be like a long ass night, right? But the, there's also time changes and stuff like that involved, but. But yeah, we're going to England. We're going to go visit some 3% brothers out there. I'm going to go visit uh, Professor Sanderson. He's been on the podcast before a couple of times. I'm going to see Brother Luke. He's been uh, on the podcast a million times. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. And uh, Nurse Chick is at prime hotness right now because she just finished her fitness competition and she's still going. She's still going. Uh, she's trimming down because she's like, uh, I want to be fully hot when I meet your friends. <laughs> and I w- and when she comes out in October and she meets like Rolo and like the, you know, Rolo and the gang and stuff like that. She's like, I've, I've got a reputation to uphold. You know, I've got, I've got your reputation to uphold. I'm like, good girl. Good girl. <laughs> That's a good woman. That's a good woman today, guys. Uh, it might be a short episode. We'll see. I, I do have a lot of stuff to get through. So on Sunday, um, I was working on the the long term relationship chapter of my book, and so when when I get to a new chapter, I sit down and and write up like an outline of what I want that chapter to be about. So uh, I I did that, and then I also had some time to start writing in it. Um, I'm going to try to do the housekeeping a little bit differently today. I interviewed one of uh, one of the guys that's in uh, Beer Club on Monday, and he's like, "Hey man, can I offer some constructive criticism?" He goes, "Yeah." When you do your housekeeping, it's like 30 fucking minutes. Oh, we're not at the eight minute mark. We're going to get demonetized. Send super chats today. But anyways, it's like 30 minutes, man. Can you like sprinkle that in, you know, just like a little bit? So what we're going to do right now is we're going to say like, subscribe, hit those notifications, and then please sound off in the live chat. And if you guys are watching on the replay, drop a comment below. We'll stop right there. Uh, So yeah. So anyway, I was writing in my chapter on long-term relationships, I came up with an outline. So we're going to start going through that and we'll see if it makes a full hour. If not, it, hopefully it makes at least a half hour. I guess it really depends on what tangents I go off on when I'm explaining this stuff. But the first concept, we'll just go right into it. The first concept is there is no finish line. All right. A lot of guys are out on the dating circuit trying to get a girlfriend. And once they get the girlfriend, they think that's the finish line, right? 
Or some guys get into a, a, they go on the dating circuit, find the girlfriend, and then they think that marriage is the finish line, right? I often hear that, right? Because uh, I've been dating nurse chick for like two years now and everyone's like, so so are you going to marry her? When are you going to take the next step? When are you going to, like, what next step? Why is that? Why is there have to be a next step? I think we're we're in a pretty good position. We're in a pretty good position right now. There doesn't need to be a, 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 a next step. Don't be a clown, <laughs> Nathan. Don't get fat. Yeah. Are you? What are you talking about? Are you talking about don't get fat on my trip or don't get fat in the relationship, Nathan? What are you talking about? Um. But yeah, don't get. But don't that in general. Just don't get fat. I was there. I did that. It's not a good idea. <laughs> But yeah, some guys think that's the finish line, right? They they go out dating, they do all this stuff to 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 get attractive in order to land that chick, and then once they get the chick, they're like, I don't have to try anymore. I don't have to try anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I already got her. I don't have anyone to impress, right? Bullshit. So if anything, it's the starting line, right? If you get into an LTR, that's the starting line, right? Um, one thing that I bring up. In the in the 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 this particular section is Breifolt's law, right? Let's see if I can find it here. Breifolt's law. <clears throat> so Breifolt's law, it says that the female, not the male, determines all conditions of the animal family, where the female can derive no benefit from association with the male. No such association takes place, right? So that means. That meant like, and we often say like men are the uh, women are the gatekeepers of sex, but men are the gatekeepers to a relationship. That's true to a point, right? Like, uh, women have to want to be in in a relationship with you, and they need to bring it up, right? And then we did de we decide whether we want to get into a relationship or not, but that's where it ends. We don't, right? It's it's up to her. The relationship is up to her whether she wants to stay or not. Right. Once she realizes that she's getting no benefit from the relationship, she is going to drop you like a hot rock. Right. So you still have to provide value in some form. Right. The work never stops. Okay. The work never stops. You, you can never stop being the most attractive man you can be. Okay. Now, a lot of guys <clears throat> confuse this. They confuse this with, putting her on a pedestal and doing things to try to make her happy. Okay. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying at all. Right. She just, she, what, what happens is you need to, uh, she needs to see you as her best possible option. Okay. That's what I mean by that. It doesn't mean put her on a pedestal. It means you got to keep working on yourself, working on doing what got you to the show in the first place. You know what I mean? Going to the gym. Right. Being a being a, a, a social person. OK, being a social person. Um, <clears throat> we'll get into this a little bit here, but a lot of guys, what happens is they, they get into this long term relationship. They break off all contact with their friends. They stop going out and, and, and doing the stuff that that made them attractive to begin with. You know what I mean? And you can't do that. You can't do that. We'll we'll get into it a little bit later. but. Uh, She's got to still see that you you have the op you still have other options. She's still got to see that there's other chicks looking at you still. You know what I mean? That you need to keep that that uh, that competition anxiety going. But a lot of guys don't do that, right? They don't do that. But 
as long as she sees that that you're her best possible option, she still sees that you're an attractive man, she will put investment into you to maintain that relationship. Okay? That's the goal anyway. That's the goal anyway. There, it's funny. You can literally do everything right. You can literally do everything right. And for whatever reason, she might still leave, right? <laughs> so you can either, you can be a lazy piece of shit or you can really level up your game and she still might leave, you know? But at least if you keep, if you do this and you never let go of your attraction level, if she does leave, you're in a good position because you're still attractive. A lot of guys let themselves go and then they find themselves back on the dating circuit. And then all of a sudden it's an uphill battle and they got to like go back to the gym. They got to lose a whole bunch of weight and stuff like that. You know how I know, <laughs> you know how I know? Cause I, 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 I was that guy. I was that guy right now. You know, I, I love nurse chick. I love nurse chick. She treats me like an absolute king, but if she decided to leave tomorrow, it wouldn't be that big of a deal because I, I never let, I never stopped doing what got me there in the first place. And I'd just be like, okay, I just hit the ground running. You know what I mean? Where can I buy Paul's manifesto? You'll be able to get it on Amazon when it's ready. Nuke. What's up, man? What's up, Nuke? All right. Now guys, be sure to follow me on social media. The links are in the description for that. I'm trying to sprinkle in some of the housekeeping stuff today and not just go full bore on the housekeeping. And <laughs> someone's like, uh, I, so this guy, Colt, he follows me on, uh, on Twitter and, and Instagram. I interviewed him. He had some beefs with the manosphere and he wanted to do an episode and talk about all of his grievances with the manosphere. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Let's do it. So, uh, so he came on Monday and he's like, dude, dude, when you do your, your housekeeping, it takes like 30 minutes. And I'm like, okay, you know, I've actually been thinking about sprinkling this stuff in. So we'll try to sprinkle this stuff in a little bit. All right. So then the next section here, it's, uh, it's called LTR is, is game on hard mode. Okay. And if you think about it, it really is. It really is. Right. Because if you're out dating and the previous chapter is all on dating is spinning plates. Right. And we've done streams right? All year long so far, we've done streams on all the sections in that chapter. So if you guys want to know what the book's about, just go back and watch all the live streams because I've, I've been sprinkling this stuff in. I learned that from Ryan Stone. And <laughs> and uh, so anyway, so this, so LTR is on hard mode because uh, when you're dating, you have, you have multiple options, you're spinning plates, right? If a girl's not acting right, you can easily just say, you know what? This isn't working out for me peace out and you have three other chicks that you're talking to right when you um when you get into an ltr right let's say you you actually decide this is what like it's not for everybody right not not everybody wants to do this but i think most guys do want to have a, a steady girlfriend they want a steady supply of vagina okay <laughs> uh when you get that okay uh if she's not acting right you can't just easily break up with her Right. Unless you just completely want to blow up the relationship and start back at square one. Maybe you want you could do that, you know, the first couple of months of the relationship. But if you've been committed to this chick, things have generally been going pretty well for like the last couple of years. You most guys don't want to just completely blow up a relationship, right? So you can't necessarily just next her, right? There's other options available. Okay, which this chapter gets into a little bit more. 
you could soft next her, right? That's an option, but you can't just completely say F you bitch unless you want to completely blow up the relationship, right? And another thing too is she will see you at your absolute worst, right? She will see you with your man cold laying on the couch like a little bitch. She will see you in that position, right? She will, you, if you're together long enough, she might see you lose a job. You know what I mean? A lot of guys are like, oh, you know, it's, as soon as you lose a job, the chicks are chicks are leaving. That's not true. I, I think a lot of, uh, I have a, a running hypothesis that women don't necessarily leave because you lost a job or, or because you got sick or whatever. A lot of guys give up on themselves. They fall into depression and it's like a woe is me fest. And chicks are like, you just become completely unattractive at that point. But man, I, when I, when I was, uh, when I was married, uh, this was all before, you know, the relationship started going downhill. Things were still pretty good. Uh, I lost my job once I lost, I had a job in it that I lost and I just, I, I was, was like, uh, I just hit the ground running. Right. Uh, they, they, they fired me on a Friday that, uh, you know, I was, I was pretty pissed off about it, but then Saturday and Sunday, I made sure like to update my resume. I went on uh, the job site, started applying for jobs that whole next week. I was applying for jobs, right? The following week I w I had interviews lined up and then I was back to work within two weeks because I didn't just sit around feeling sorry for myself. I was like, no, this, <laughs> this can't happen. You know, I was like the sole breadwinner. Like I have to, I have to work. So my, my, I don't even think it crossed your mind to leave me, you know? Uh, but I think a lot of guys, they just sort of fall into this depression. It's like my, my dad did that. I have a whole story about that. My dad totally did that when I was younger. Uh, he didn't work for like four years, you know? And my mom, my mom ended up having to go back to work, uh, as a nurse. She became like the sole breadwinner for the family and believe you me, my brother and I heard it for the rest of our fucking lives. Right. <laughs> So she will see you at your worst. And so it's how you act in those moments that will determine whether she maintains her attraction or not, right? How do you handle adversity? How do you handle uh, when things are, 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 are not, you know, sunshine and roses all the time? She will see you at your absolute worst and it's how you handle it in the moment that will determine whether she maintains that attraction for you or not, right? <clears throat> so. I have here, you actually, once you learn this stuff, a lot of guys are sort of, uh, they, they sort of do this stuff until they get into a relationship and then they fall back on old programming. You can never stop. You have to do this so much that it becomes who you are. You have to learn this game so much that be that becomes your default programming, right? And you can't undo 20 years, 30 years, 40 years of bad programming in just a couple of years, you can't. So that means that you always have to be studying this stuff. You always have to be have it on the forefront of your mind. This is one of the reasons why I have the podcast. So it's always on the forefront of my mind. So the game never stops for me, right? And so it ends up becoming a part of who you are, a part of your personality. It become you become the game, and then it becomes it seeming it seems effortless, but that's just because that's that's just what you do. You know what I mean? So you have to become the game then it will seem effortless and then you'll you'll end up maintaining that attraction long term right you'll actually too a part if you go back to the uh, dating and spinning plates chapter a part of that too is 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 picking a good woman that uh, is probably also leveling up right because if she's putting in the work too 
and you're putting in the work on yourself, like everything is, everything is effortless, right? Nurse Chick is like that. Nurse Chick does her own work on herself. She's, she's always working on herself, trying to maintain her attractiveness. She puts an effort into the relationship and everything is just like, we've, we've been together for two years now. It's the first relationship I've ever had in my life where I've never had an argument. I've, I have never had an argument with Nurse Chick, not one. Like most people are like, what? <laughs> That's impossible. I mean, it's only been two years. <clears throat> There's still time to argue with her, but it hasn't happened yet. By this time, I've usually had several arguments with chicks. You know what I mean? Thor, hey, what's up, man? What's up? So, yes. So, anyways, LTR is game on hard mode. Um, let's go ahead and, uh, guys, support the show. Send a super chat. Okay. I, I think I already demonetized the show. I think I opened my big fat sailor mouth within the first two minutes instead of eight minutes. And uh, so if you could spare some change, <laughs> spare some change. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right. So the next section here, it's best to do this from the beginning. Okay. It's best to do this from the beginning. Uh, it's so hard to course correct. Especially if you've been in a, a, a marriage and you're, you've been married for like seven years, you fall back on beta programming. She's acting shitty she, because you've just constantly failed shit tests for the last seven years. And now you want to fix the relationship. It's not impossible. It's totally possible, especially if uh, she wants to help, you know, fix the relationship. Right. But, uh, you know, a, a good book on that is the, the married man's sex life primer. He talks about your map, right? Basically doing what I'm talking about, which is getting back to your attractiveness, getting back to doing what you were doing in the beginning and becoming that attractive man again. A lot of that will help course correct the, the situation. But God damn it, it's a fucking uphill battle. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's best, uh, you know, once the, the, that relationship fails and you find yourself back on the dating circuit, which a lot of people, you know, who tune into the podcast, that's their situation. Once you start leveling up and doing this stuff, just keep doing it. It's much easier to maintain than it is to try to course correct when everything goes to shit, right? So um, relaxing on your laurels and getting lazy is not a good option. It's not a good option. A lot of people are like, well, when can you relax in a relationship? Fucking never. <laughs> Fucking never, okay? You can never stop leveling up yourself, okay? You have to be her best possible option if you want this to succeed. Okay. That's really what it comes down to. Do you want it to succeed or not? Okay. Um, it's kind of like going to the gym, right? You go to the gym, you build up a good physique, you start, you know, you, you, you start getting lower body fat percentage and stuff like that. It's much easier to maintain that than it is to get there in the first place. It's so much harder work to get there in the first place than it is to just maintain it. 
you know? So the same thing with a LTR, you know, once you, once you, you just got to keep doing it. Got to keep, keep putting in that maintenance, you know? Hey, there we go. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Nathan, $2 super chat. You get, you get this one. I got news for you, baby. And then uh, we got John here with a $5 super chat. He says, LTR is hard, but can be worth it. Agreed that it is easier if she is on her own path. Yes, you get, you get this. I was just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? Yeah, this guy definitely fucks. $5 super chat. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Billy says, I'm still trying to undo my programming. Yes, yes, uh, we all are. <laughs> we all dude i like i you know i've been working on this stuff i coach guys i still look at it like it's a work in progress right it's like it's almost like alcoholism you know you just gotta take it day by day you just gotta take it day by day the work never stops right you can never be like at like i i think my game's pretty good and i think nurse chick might say my game's pretty good right she's she's into me but i i never want to be like yeah i got this now i don't have to try anymore right no I'm still undoing 40 years of, of programming, man. All right. So the next section is she's not your mom, best friend, or your therapist. Okay. So I mentioned at the beginning, men stop hanging out with their friends and then they end up isolating themselves in a relationship. Right. How many guys do this? There's a whole stand-up bit. I think his name was, what's his name? John Milani, something like that. And he says, he says, men don't have friends. Men have wives, wives have friends, and then they make their husbands hang out with their friends' husbands, right? But men, <laughs> a lot of men don't have friends outside of relationship. They might have uh, coworkers that they're friendly with, but most guys don't hang out with those coworkers after work. They go to work, hang out with those guys all day, go home, hang out with their wife, right? Watch TV, drink some beer, Go to bed, rinse, wash, repeat. It's fucking, uh, fucking lazy <laughs> for one, and it's boring as hell. Okay, that's what they do. But they think that they. Uh, it's so many guys. When I talk about this, hey, you need to have a good group of guy friends outside the relationship that you go hang out with periodically. A lot of guys will push back on me on that. No, no. no. Then she gets mad that I'm not spending enough time with her. No, dude, no, <laughs> no. Like you need to spend quality time with your girl. No one's saying you don't do that, right? But she doesn't want you to be, she doesn't want you to put 100% focus on her all the time. She doesn't, right? Women might say they do, but goddamn, they're like cats. You know, it's you start smothering them with all your time and attention, they, 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 start, they start pulling away, right? They don't want that all the time. And it's, 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 it's not healthy. Okay. Now, um, they don't want that, right? Another thing that guys do too is they they dump all their worries, struggles, and baggage on her. Well, I don't I don't have anyone else to talk to. Who am I supposed to talk to? You're supposed to talk. You're supposed to keep a good circle of guy friends, and you need to go talk. Bring that kind of stuff to the guy to the boys. Right? It's one of the reasons why I created the the uh, the beer club. This is actually a good segue. So the reason why I created the beer club, guys, beer.comeonmanpod.com. It's a good group of guys. It's only ten bucks a month. It's, it's, it's your option, right? It's an option. It's an outlet for you to have a good group of guys outside of that relationship. 
so that you don't have to dump all your baggage on your chick, right? Now, the last three meetups have been awesome. No one's brought any baggage, really, that I could recall. No one's really bought, brought a lot, any baggage. It's mostly just been fun. Guys talking about guy shit, right? <laughs> but if you if those guys did have some kind of question or whatever, they could bring it to the boys. There's a, 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 a telegram group, too, a private telegram group. They guys drop shit in there all the time. It's actually a pretty active group. It's a good group of guys. They're dropping memes and stuff in there. It's fun. Uh, but you know, if they had a question or whatever that they wanted to sort of crowdsource, they could totally do that. It's an option in there, right? But you don't want to bring that kind of stuff to your girl, right? Now, women might I I, I do think that women genuinely think that they care. I think that genuine they genuinely want to care, but their biology just won't let them, right? If you if you dump all your problems on them. It's like, they, dude, they're not your mom. They're not your therapist. They will start losing attraction for you over time because they're like, this guy can't handle his shit, right? It, it might be conscious. It might be subconscious. But they're like, man, dude, he can't handle his stuff. He's an emotional basket case, you know? And they don't want to solve the problems, right? And so you keep doing that. They will lose attraction for you over time. So just that's not her job. Just realize that's not her job. And just don't bring that kind of stuff to her. She's got a different job. Okay. <laughs> She's got a different job. Um, a lot of guys, you also hear them too. They want her to be their peace when they come home. I, I just want her to be my peace. I've I've been out, I've been fighting battles all day. I just want to come home. I want to be her peace. I was watching Sons of Anarchy, right? Nurse Chick and I were going back through Sons of Anarchy. Um, there's this scene where Clay Morrow is having just a bad time dealing with his biker gang. And he he comes home and he he lays his head on Gemma's lap and Gemma's like petting his head and stuff like that. Like uh, like she's his fucking mom. Right? Oh, you son of a bitch, Glenn Lawrence. You son of a bitch, you will not put me in a casket. Dude, I'm going to pin you 1 2 3 in the middle of that goddamn ring and I'm going to retain I'm going to retain this you're never getting your hands on this, baby. Never. Never. Fucking jabroni. Get out of here. Send a super chat at least. Okay. <laughs> so Clay <clears throat> Clay basically treats Gemma like his mom in that scene, right? Dude, that is unattractive as hell. That is unattractive as hell. A woman typically is hardwired to want a guy to be her rock, right? It doesn't work the other way around. It doesn't work the other way around. Okay, she will start losing attraction for you and see you as weak, and she will just eventually you'll turn her off so much she'll eventually she'll eventually leave. So don't do that. Don't treat her like your mom. How many how many women out there complain that their 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 husband or their boyfriend is just like another kid in the house? Right? Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. They also start thinking of her like She's their best friend. How many guys are out there looking for best friends? How many chicks do you see on dating apps where it starts off like it's got it's got to be friends first? It's got to be friends first, right? So many guys are out there trying to look for their best friend. I'll tell you what. <clears throat> if you treat her like a friend, you'll find yourself in the friend zone in your own relationship. Right? Oh, you'll find a friend all right. She'll be your buddy buddy, you know? But you won't be banging her. <laughs> you won't, you'll end up in a dead bedroom if you start treating her like your best friend. Now, that's not to say don't go out and have fun with her. 
Okay. But you always have to treat her like she's more than a friend, right? A girlfriend and a wife, either one, if you know, whatever your goals are, they're not your friend. They're better than a friend, right? They're on a different level. You know what I mean? They're your lover. Okay. She's not like, even if she was a friends with benefits, she's still on a different level when she's your, your, your wife or your girlfriend. Okay. So don't treat her like a friend. She's not your buddy. Yeah. <clears throat> her job is not to be your peace. Her job is to disturb your peace. My job is to rip Paul into peace. <laughs> you can try. You can try. It'd be hard to do that when I clock you over the head with a fucking coconut. I'm not sure why there would be a coconut, but you know, whatever. Jimmy snook his style. All right. <laughs> So you treat her like a friend. You'll eventually end up in a dead bedroom, right? You guys will be great friends. You'll be great friends, but you won't be having sex anymore. And then you'll be Googling, how do I get my wife to fuck me again? Right? You start, you start looking up porn and stuff. Cause you, you have that need, <laughs> you have that need, but, uh, you know, she doesn't, she, she's got a headache every fucking night. I mean, we're, we had a great time today, but she's got a headache every fucking night. What? That's because she's your best friend now. She's not your girlfriend anymore. She's not your wife anymore. All right. So you do all that kind of shit. She will lose attraction because subconsciously she sees you as weak, right? So save your struggles for the boys. Join the beer club if you don't have any kind of local friends to hang out with. All right. One thing that I, I will tell you this, right? Because a lot of guys are like, I just, I don't know how to make friends. I don't, you know, there's nowhere to make friends and stuff like that. I essentially did the same thing. I uh, I didn't have any friends, and what I ended up doing uh, was I joined uh, I joined the three percent man group, the original three percent man group on Facebook. I made a lot of real friends out of that group, and I met up with some of them. Right, I've, I've like flown out to Georgia to hang out with people. Um, in fact, today I'm getting on a flight. I'm going to England. I'm going to be hanging out with with some of my three percent brothers in England for the next week. Like I've made real friends from that. So if you join like the beer club or, or, the, or the 3% brotherhood on Facebook, that's the new group, the links for it down below for that too. Um, there's, but there's stipulations for that too, right? It, it's, it, that doesn't cost money, but you have to have at least read the book to get into the group, you know, and answer the admin questions. Otherwise you're not getting in. Um, so you can do that or you can join the beer club for 10 bucks, right? Those are options to meet real guys and make real friendships online. And then You'll actually, you know, you'll, you, you could have the opportunity to meet them in public. There's one guy, he lives down in Montrose, which is an hour for me. We go and get beers occasionally, you know, we actually meet up in public all the time. So that's a, that's an option for you. Okay. But she's not your mom, best friend, or your therapist. All right, <clears throat> guys, get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. I will send you some free stickers. We have rule zero stickers as well with that. And then, uh, you'll get a PDF with 20 dating app openers that are guaranteed to capture a woman's attention in the first seven words. Get on that list.comeonmanpod.com. All right. Now the next section after that is keeping attraction going long-term. Now this is, this is the game on hard mode. Okay. So the first section in that is you want to set the tone and lead. You want to set the tone and lead. There's no equality in the sexual marketplace. Okay. 
you'll find that quickly when you're out dating and you're the one paying for all the fucking dates. <laughs> okay. There is no equality in the, the sexual marketplace. So get that out of your idea, or your head right now. Okay. And because of that, if you really want to maintain attraction long-term, you have to have that mindset going into a relationship too. Okay. There's, it, it, you got to think of it like it's a, a commanding officer, executive officer dynamic, right? Or, or, or command or commanding officer, first officer dynamic, however you want to look at it in the U S Navy, it's commanding officer, executive officer. That's why I put it that way. Um, but you're the, you're the boss. Okay. Now you might, you might, um, you know, uh, take recommendations from her. You might get her input on things, but it's, everything's your decision. It's your decision. She wants it to be that way. She doesn't want to make decisions. How many, like guys, so many guys want to try to make their girl happy. So they're like, well, what do you want to eat, honey? I love using that as an example because it's the perfect fucking example of, of how to set the tone and lead, right? A lot of guys complain about how their woman doesn't know what she wants to eat. They, she doesn't know where she wants to go eat. And so, but guys also don't care either. So they're just like, well, wh what do you want to go do? What do you want to go do? Right? That's weak. Right. So the, the, the way to handle that is to not ask her, just tell her, right. Hey, I feel like steak tonight. Let's go to Chili's, you know, grab your shoes, <laughs> grab your shoes and go like she, if you start doing that, a lot of guys are, are afraid that, uh, oh, well, I, I'm going to pick the wrong place and then she's going to complain about it. I have never had that problem. Now, once I started doing this, I used to think that way too, but when I started doing this, what I found was chicks are just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Instead of asking them what they want to do, you tell them what you're going to do. And they're like, that's setting the tone and leading. And, and chicks just like they they fall back under their natural feminine programming when you do that. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Sounds good. And 90% of the time, you, if you just pick a place, there's something on the menu that they'll like, you know? So it's never a fight. It's never a fight. You want to be uh, decisive, right? You want to make decisions. Now, there's a difference between leading and controlling, right? Now, the difference here is when let's let's use the the uh, restaurant example. Um, you say, "I feel like chilies. Let's go to chilies tonight," and she goes, "Oh, I don't want chilies." Okay. Now, someone who's controlling is like, "Fuck you. We're going to chilies." <laughs> okay. That's not what I'm saying. What you do is you say, oh, okay. Well, do you have a better suggestion? And if she goes, well, mm, I, I don't know. Just be like, okay, well, I'm going to Chili's. You're welcome to join me. Okay, that's different because now she has a choice. <laughs> she can either join you or not, but we're going to Chili's. Okay, that's the difference between leading and being controlling. You know what I mean? I did this with, I did this with one, of my, uh, one of the guys that works for me. I did this yesterday at a meeting, right? Uh, they wanted to, they wanted to change uh, teams, right? They wanted uh, my my boss said, "Hey, I want you to put this guy on this team and this guy on this team," and and um, which is like a, a reversal of roles because this guy was on one team and they wanted me to switch him. So I, I I went to the meeting. I said, "Hey, this is what they want," and they started arguing with me. Oh, we don't want to do that. That's not going to work. And da, 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 da. I go, "Okay, well, what do you think will work better?" Right. And they just started complaining more about it. And I'm like, they weren't giving me any real options, any alternatives. And I go, okay, well, let me stop you right there. We're doing this. 
we can reevaluate later <laughs> if it's going to work or not, right? If it's not working, we'll readjust, but this is what we're doing, right? That's the difference between being controlling, uh, leading and being controlling, right? I gave them an option. They just didn't come up with a, a solution. So it's like, okay, well, you're not giving me any solutions here. You're just giving me more problems. So we're going with my, <laughs> we're going with my option, okay? Um, another thing that you want to do, this is not putting them on a pedestal. This is also leading, right? But one thing I say here is you want to open doors for them. You want to be a gentleman, do gentlemanly things, right? That kind of stuff is setting the tone and leading the relationship as well. And a lot of guys are like, they won't do that. And they, you know, they won't hold doors open for women because you know what? Fuck that. They want equality. That's the wrong mentality. Okay. It's, it, you you want to you want to be the leader so you want to open doors for her and stuff like that so i still to this two two years later i'm still uh i'll walk around the, the door i won't let nurse chick open doors for her i'll be like nope wait for me right um and she's pretty good about that she's pretty good about that every once in a while i'll forget because i'm like doing other stuff and then uh she'll just sit there and wait she'll just sit there and wait and i'm like oh shit i'm like babe you were trapped i'm sorry you know but uh but i i, I will open doors for her Okay, that is setting the tone and leading. That maintains traction, attraction long term. <clears throat> you want to keep doing the three T's. Okay, now I learned this from Dr. Robert Glover. I talk about this a lot in the dating and spinning plates chapter. But you want to do the three T's, which is tease, touch, and tell. Okay, so tease her. You know, busting on her. You know, making jokes, cracking jokes, and stuff with her. Teasing her, playfully teasing, treating her like a bratty little sister. Right, that kind of stuff builds attraction touch you want to walk by slap her on the ass when you walk by right <laughs> you want to walk up behind her while she's cooking and kiss her on the back of the neck stuff like that okay touching right that makes them that keeps attraction going long term in fact if you don't walk by your girl and slap her on the ass that's disrespectful okay you want to make sure that you do that and then tell her right telling her what to do chicks man they love they love a dominant ma masculine man, right? Telling them what to do, not being a dick about it, but but telling them what to do, that actually raises their attraction level. That actually lets them relax into their feminine core. You know, they they respond so well to that. A lot of guys are afraid to do that, but try it out. Tell a woman instead of at, you know when you guys set up a date on a dating app, don't ask her to meet you somewhere, tell her, Hey, meet me at this place at this time. They love that. <laughs> they, they love that. All right. And then finally, yeah. So if you, if you do the three T's, it builds what I refer to as heat, right? Healthy, emotional anticipation and tension. And all that is required. That is required to maintain attraction. You want to keep that going all the time. And then finally maintain frame right? Maintain frame. You always want to maintain your frame, right? If you find yourself asking her what, like for permission to do stuff, you're operating in her frame. You're completely operating in her frame at that point, right? And a lot of the reason why uh, women lose attraction for you over time is because you've deferred your frame to her. You start falling into her frame, you start deferring to her leadership. She starts looking at you like like you're weak. You know, she doesn't she doesn't want to be in charge of the relationship, right? Like it or not, there there's only one remote for the TV. There's only 
there's only one steering wheel in the car. Someone's got to, someone's got to step into the driver's seat and drive. And if you let her get into the driver's seat, she'll never trust you to drive that fucking car again. All right. We're talking about relationships here. <laughs> so you always have to maintain frame. You always have to stay centered, right? If you have a bad day, if you have a bad day, right? Um, and you find yourself talking to her about your bad day, you need to catch yourself and course correct and put a positive spin on that shit. Like, hey, I got this handled. You know what I mean? That's maintaining, that's maintaining frame. You know, that's an example of maintaining frame. Um, guys, check out the practical law of attraction course. Let me play a commercial for that. And then uh, we'll get back to this list here. Are you struggling to find a good quality woman? They are very rare indeed these days. If you spend any time at all watching content in the men's podcast space, or you spend time on dating apps or going out to clubs, you're seeing low quality promiscuous women. You're finding women with daddy issues and personality disorders or a myriad of other red flags and you are frustrated. I get it brother, but what if I were to tell you that the reason why you're only seeing these types of women is because of your mindset, because of your paradigm. We get what we focus on in life and you have trained your mind to focus on the type of women that you don't want. So those are the types of women that keep showing up for you again and again. Let's change that mindset today. If you're a guy looking to attract high quality, submissive women into your life, then I've got the perfect solution for you. And let me tell you, brother, it's all about mindset. That's right, you've got to reprogram your thinking to focus on the type of women you do want. That's where my Practical Law of Attraction course comes in. It's packed with proven psychology-based techniques that will help you manifest your dream woman. Trust me, you won't find this stuff anywhere else. Explained in such a simple, easy to use way. And let me tell you, when you start using these methods, you'll be amazed at how quickly things start changing for you. Picture this, you're out on the town, feeling confident and magnetic. All the women are drawn to you like moth to a flame. And best of all, you're attracting the type of women that are submissive and high quality. It's not that they weren't there before, that you weren't aware of them before. My course will teach you how to be more hyper aware of the kind of women that you actually want. It will teach you to believe that you're the most attractive man around. And when you believe it, you'll carry yourself that way. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for my course today. Visit loa.comeonmanpod.com. That's loa.comeonmanpod.com. Start living the life you've always dreamed of. Don't miss out on this opportunity to up your game and find the woman of your dreams. The law of attraction is nothing without action. So what are you waiting for? Act now. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Act now, guys. Um, Nuke, Nuke, get with the program, man. It's not Summer Smash anymore because I tried to poison that jabroni Glenn Lawrence. He survived, but it did set him back a little bit, so we had to push it into October. You can't call a, a wrestling match in October Summer Smash, so it's now Fall Fight Club. Okay, it's Fall Fight Club. Get with the program, Nuke. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and come out to Vegas, man. Come out to Vegas. I need, I need fucking backup. Glenn's a big son of a bitch. Uh, Michael Morrison sent me an $8 super chat. You get this, man. You get 
you get this. I was just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? This guy definitely fucks. Appreciate that, brother. Uh, Billy says, I read about this guy who woke his girl up one morning and said they're going out for mimosas. He had never seen her so happy. Yeah, dude, surprise dates are awesome. If you keep doing that kind of stuff in a long-term relationship, you're going to maintain attraction, right? You, you got to keep dating your girl or some other dude's going to end up dating your girl, right? That's, <laughs> that's, how, that's how it works. Nuke says, make everything look effortless. Be her hero when she's earned it. Yes. Yes. She's got to earn it. That This is all in the, that's all in the dating and spinning place chapter. Like you got to make women earn this shit, right? Make them earn it. Cause once they, like everyone values things that they've earned, you know, they don't value things that they, they haven't put any kind of effort in, you know? So you got to make them earn it. You got to make them, you know, put some investment in. All right. The next section is you're her rock. It doesn't work the other way around. Um, so you want to now when I say don't bring your girl your problems, your girl is going to bring you her problems. And that's okay because the dynamic is that you're her rock. It doesn't work the other way around, right? So, but the key is you don't want to solve her problems. It's not your job. And she doesn't want you to solve her problems, right? So when she brings you her problems, she just wants you to listen. A lot of guys have a hard time with this, right? I have a, I have a, 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 a one of my 3% brothers here and I were talking and uh, he, he ended a relationship like last year sometime. And, and one of the things was that, you know, his girl would always bring him problems. And, and he's like, dude, I'm an alpha male. I solve problems. What I do. And I'm like, did you not study the material? <laughs> like the material clearly says we don't solve their problems. Okay. They just want you to listen. And if you ever, if you ever aren't sure, just ask them, right? So the other day that uh, nurse chick was, was, you know, sort of venting to me about stuff, you know, that was going on. She has a very stressful job. You know, she's a, she's a hospice nurse. And so she deals with death all the time. Some of those deaths are easier to deal with than others. And uh, yeah, I, I can't remember exactly what she was, was talking to me about, but I had, I, I, my initial gut instinct was to say, well, why don't you try this and this? I stopped myself. I was like, why don't you do you just want me to listen or do you do you want my advice right and she she's read all the same stuff you know so she knew exactly what was going on in the moment and she just stopped and appreciated what i was doing in the moment you know <laughs> but you got to do that she just wants women the way they work through things the way they work through problems is they vocalize it right they 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 talk through their their emotions they talk through their feelings they they just want you to be a sounding board you know, they don't want you to solve their problems. Men also typically don't want women to solve their problems either, uh, but for different reasons, right? <clears throat> men don't like women to solve our problems because we're the men. We want to handle it. We, we got our shit handled, right? Don't, don't step on my manhood, right? Don't step on my dick right now. I got this. I'm just telling you what's going on, right? That's why you just don't tell her what's going on. <laughs> or if you do, just let her know. I got it. Don't worry about it. I got it, right? Um, it's okay. Now I learned this from Dr. Robert Glover. He gave a speech at 21 convention once. This was, uh, I think before all the, all the shit went down, but he gave us a, a speech talking about how it's okay to ask your girl for the guy's version, right? Cause a lot of times, have you ever seen that meme where, where it says how guys tell a story and it's a train track? just a single train track, right? It's like how women tell stories. And it's it's one of those like 
uh, sections of a train track where there's like a million different places for the for the uh, for the railroad to go because you know whatever it's just like a total fucking whining mess. It's like this is how women tell stories. This is how guys tell stories. It's okay if she's telling you a story and she's going off on a bunch of uh, tangents and unnecessary information that that doesn't help with the story. It's okay to 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 playfully tell her, hey, give me the guy's version of that, right? It's okay. You don't have to listen to all the bullshit, right? It's okay to tell her to give you the guy's version. Um, she, she also, women don't want you to climb on their emotional roller coaster, right? She needs to know that one of you has their, their feet on the ground. And as the man, that's your job. Okay. So if she's all fucking acting emotionally crazy, and then you start getting all up in your emotions too about the situation, you're acting like a woman. Okay. She doesn't want that. She doesn't want you to do that. She needs to, that's where frame comes in. Okay. You need to make, you need to be like centered. You need to be centered, not, 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 you know, not let things shake you. Okay. And she needs to see that. And by you being her rock and being centered and not letting things bother you and not climbing on her emotional roller coaster, that's going to make her feel safe and secure in the relationship. Okay. And that's going to keep that attraction going long-term. Um, the next section is uh, relationship shit tests are different than dating shit tests, right? Um, <laughs> there's a, there's an example in the married man sex life primer where, man, ha have you ever, have you ever, uh, for you guys that are, are, you know, divorced or, or whatever, or currently married, you ever have it where like your, your woman just gets these fucking ideas to like remodel the kitchen, you know, but the kitchen's totally fine. And it's going to cost like, you know, tens of thousands of dollars that you just, that's not what you want to spend money on and stuff like that. That's a shit test. That is an, that's a, a, a relationship shit test right there. And you need to be able to put your foot down and be like, no, no, we're not remodeling the fucking kitchen. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just, it's just a different type of shit test. Right. And she might get angry about it or whatever, but you need to let her get angry about it. And just treat it like a shit test, right? Agree and amplify. You want to use a muse mastery. Man, you look cute when you're mad, you know? Like, <laughs> the, a lot of times, uh, guys, um, they ruin heat. They ruin that healthy emotional anticipation intention because they don't let their woman get mad and upset on occasion, right? Women, one thing that I learned from Rolo, it's one of his, his maxims. Uh, you know, from the player's handbook, but women crave indignation. They need it, right? They need a little bit of drama. And uh, they, if, if, if you don't allow that to happen, uh, like, and it sort of control it a little bit, a little, little controlled indignation, um, she's going to get it elsewhere, right? She's going to go problem, go cause problems elsewhere because women need drama. And if they if they don't have it, they'll create it, right? So it's best if you could sort of control that crazy a little and be her. It, it, it creates dopamine in her to have that indignation. And uh, you want to be her dopamine dealer. <laughs> okay, that's, that's where it comes down to. But you let you need to tell her no and let her throw a fit about it and just playfully tease her about it. That's going to build heat. That's going to build healthy emotional anticipation and tension. That's actually going to make her love you more, right? So tell her no. <laughs> Be able to tell her no. Um, you haven't read it yet, Billy. 
Yeah. Yeah. Basically, you know, women, women need a little drama. They just, they need a little drama, right? Rolo calls it, they need an indignation, but you need to be able to tell her, no, they crave it. And, uh, they want to throw a fit and you know, whatever. But, but the thing is when you tell her, tell her no, and you stand your ground and she's, she's, she, she actually looks up to you more. Right. And she's just like, God, I can't get my way with this guy. And they, that, that fucking gets their pussies wet, man. <laughs> no, Athel K is not a woman, but he did let his wife, he brought his wife in and uh, she became a part of his brand and she completely changed the fucking message and ruined everything. Uh, but all of his early work is still good. <laughs> he just didn't follow his own advice. You know what I mean? Um, let's see. A book I've been listening to or I've listened to five times straight that I recommend everyone check out is Hard Times Create Strong Men by Stefan. Ar uh, is it Ernio? Arneo. Okay. Good book. You recommend that? All right. All right. The next uh, section here, what else do we have to do with the uh, guys? Coaching's available. Go to gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. I have two options available for coaching and uh, all my offerings are on gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. Um, if you guys just have like a question you want me to answer in a video, you can also sponsor like a short video. I've been posting those lately. Um, those have been pretty popular. Usually people DM me on Instagram with a question and I'm like, I'm happy to make a video for you. And I drop them a link. And and a lot of people, a lot of people just want free advice and uh, other, other people are like more, more than happy to do it. It's pretty affordable. So whatever you want, but uh, my time's valuable. Um, okay. So the next section is on dread game, dread game. So, so next, so Friday's episode, this upcoming Friday's episode is pre-recorded. It's on uh, 15 key concepts from uh, meditations by Marcus Aurelius, right? I just finished that. So I, so I did a list of like 15 notable quotes from that. That's Friday's episode. It's already pre-recorded. Uh, so Friday's episode is going to be a pre-recorded live stream. Next week on Wednesday, it's also a pre-recorded live stream. And I did uh, 13 toxic dread game uh ideas from Royce's book right Royce uh has a book called like Hartiste on game all right i don't think he compiled it himself someone took like all of his blog articles and compiled it into a book right and he's got a a, a section on dread game and it's fucking toxic right it's just it's absolutely terrible advice so anyway next week tune into that one there's there's 13 of them they're funny as hell I don't recommend doing that kind of stuff. There's a better way of doing dread, right? So another one of Rolo's maxims is women don't want a man to cheat, but they love a man who could cheat, right? So there's there's uh, there's good there's good sort of passive dread that I recommend, and then there's toxic dread. What is dread game? Okay, dread game basically when you're out in the dating circuit, women have competition anxiety, right? They know, especially if you're spinning plates and they sort of have an idea that you probably are spinning plates, they want, they will put in effort into that to try to win because women are very competitive. And a lot of times when you get into an LTR or you get into a marriage, that competition anxiety goes away. That's why women will give enthusiastic blowjobs until you marry them. And then when they put, when you put a ring on it, all the blowjobs stop, right? Because they don't, they, they, they don't think they have to try anymore. 
because they they don't think that they have competition anymore. That's where dread game comes in, right? And dread game is is p- imperative for long term attraction. Now, uh, I just did a video about this the other day, but uh, a lot of women, uh, you know, they don't like this idea, right? They think they think just the idea of it is toxic. A lot of blue pill guys don't want to do it because they think it's morally wrong. Now, this is also one of the reasons why you don't you don't talk to your girl about game, right? They just want to play the game. They don't want to know they're playing the game, right? They want to play the game with you, but they don't want to know they're playing a game. But women play games all the fucking time, right? So knowing that women uh, have competition, that they need competition and anxiety, they also have, uh, they also find men who are attractive, uh, attractive and uh, that other women want to fuck. They find those guys more attractive, right? And, and that's that, that whole pre-selection mentality. So to do that, she has to see that other chicks are still into you. She has to still see that you're an attractive man, right? So I talk about in this chapter, this section to do passive dread, right? Passive dread means like you're not out there trying to get numbers. You're not out there you know, trying to fucking cheat. You're not, you know, you're not coming home with like girls perfume on you. Right. If you read atomic attraction, he, he has a whole section on dread game and it's all toxic dread shit, right? Like go to Macy's and spray women's cologne on you or women's perfume on you so that she smells it. And she's like, what, why do you have other women's perfume on you? Right. You don't need to fucking do that. That that's fucked up. Right. Or you post on social media, a picture of like a beer and like, uh, you know, a, a foofy woman's drink, you know, you, you post a picture of that kind of stuff. Like she's like, who the fuck are you with? Right. <laughs> you, you don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. Right. All you really need to do. Okay. Is stay fit, stay well-groomed, Continue talking to everyone you meet, right? So in the dating and spinning place chapter, I talk about when you, whenever you go out in public, talk to everybody, right? Sort of be very fun and flirty with everybody you talk to, right? Life of the party type guy. When you do that, you're occasionally going to talk to women, other women, right? And if you're fun and flirty with everybody you talk to, it's just a part of who you are what your girl's going to start noticing is other girls are giving you sort of IOIs and women are very perceptive to other women's IOIs. Right. And so when she sees that other women are still into you, she's going to be like, okay, man, there's, he's got options. He's got options, right. Whether he's exercising them or not, I know that he could cheat if he wanted to, right. If he wasn't getting his needs met in this relationship, he could cheat. And that will typically cause a woman to step up her game a little bit. You'll know it very well when you go on a trip, right? And the night before you go on the trip, she fucks your brains out. She absolutely does the dirtiest shit ever to send you off on your trip. (laughs) Because she wants to imprint that in your mind like, hey, hey, the pussy's good right here, okay? You You don't need to stray for that pussy, okay? I'm giving you the pussy, right? They need to see that shit. They need to see that shit. Um, well, I mean, that's what I'm talking to. Like, don't overthink it, right? Don't overthink it. Just always maintain your attractiveness. Always be funny and flirty. Do the, you know, do the three T's with everybody, you know, T's touch and tell. <laughs> do that stuff with everybody 
you're that's just a part make that a part of who you are you you don't necessarily have to get other girls phone numbers or anything like that she just needs to see that other chicks are eyeballing you that's all don't over don't overthink that uh it's not it's not toxic dude it's just it's just you're a social person you know think change your mindset about it billy you're just a social person that's naturally attractive right and it will get you laid more yes yes it will um, and then I said, you know, let your girl watch the reaction of other women. That's going to, that's going to help you out a lot in a long-term relationship, right? There was a, man, there was a funny video. I think it was a Viking dad wisdom on, on, uh, Twitter. He, uh, he, I think it was him. I think it was him. Maybe it was him or maybe it was Mish. I get one of those guys. They posted a video of this chick who she made a, a whole TikTok because I think they were at airport and some. So what was it? Yeah, they were at an airport. Her boyfriend was uh he thought this this chick that was like behind him was his wife. And he turns around and starts talking to her and he goes, Oh, I'm sorry, I thought you were my wife. And the girl goes, Well, I'm not, but I could be, right? The, like the this girl said that it like right as his wife like walked up. His wife saw that and made a whole TikTok video. Like she was laughing. She was like, I can't believe this, this, this girl over here. Like my husband, like, cause women want to know that she's with a very attractive man that other women want to be with. Right. Cause then she's like, then she feels special. She's like, Oh, he picked me out of all these other bitches. You know what I mean? That's passive dread. The guy didn't even do anything. He just turned around and, and was like, Oh, I thought you were my wife. And the other chick essentially hit it on him. You know what I mean? His wife, like made a whole TikTok video about it. Like women love that shit, right? They might act like they don't, but they love that shit. Okay. Um, the next thing I have here is ABS. Always be seducing. Women are passive. Okay. Women are passive. If you want sex, initiate sex more. Okay. When you walk up behind her, you know, I always, I always talked about this already. Always smack her on the butt. It's disrespectful if you don't, right? Kiss her on the back of the neck. Always do two steps forward, one step back with your girl, right? Always, always be seducing. Occasionally throw in sexual innuendos, do the, the three T's like we talked about earlier, you know, T's touch and tell that builds heat, healthy emotional anticipation and tension. You want to date her. You want to still plan dates and take her on dates, take her on mystery dates, that kind of stuff. Keep things spontaneous. All right. Nurse chick might not want me to tell this story, but I will. We went, uh, we just went to her, her fitness competition a couple of weekends ago in, in, in Utah. And on, on the way back, on the way back on the highway, uh, I just pulled off on some like random back road and we ended up doing it in the back of her car. <laughs> like, Got to keep things spontaneous guys. You got to keep things spontaneous. If you guys are always having the boring starfish sex in the bedroom that, you know, it gets boring. It gets boring for you too, I'm sure. Right? She starts scheduling sex. You might as well just fucking end the relationship right there. You know what I mean? You got to keep things spontaneous. Um, I'm going to try to get through the rest of these relatively quickly because we're already at an hour and then I've got a bunch of shit to do before I get on this plane to England. Um, so the next one is communication is not the key to relationship, right? And I just did a video about this. Uh, I did this two days ago, someone actually, uh, did a sponsor video, right? They, they sponsored a video 
And so I did a video about what, how communication's not the key to relationship, right? His, his girl was not acting right. She was doing a lot of stuff that was making him upset. And whenever he told her about it, she would get pissed off and, and it would start a big fight. And he's like, well, how do I improve communication? And I was like, you don't, right? You don't, you don't necessarily, uh, communication is not necessarily the, 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 the key to relationship. Like, uh, most blue pilled guys say, right. So one thing I say, you know, men and women argue differently. Men argue rationally. We want to find truth and facts so that we can, you know, come to, uh, uh, you know, a decision on, you know, what to do. Women, uh, you know, they, they argue emotionally, right? How they feel in the moment. So they don't fight fair. There's no, there's no facts and truth in, in an emotional argument, right? It's all based on how you feel in the moment and feelings fucking change, right? It's, they're, they're, they're fleeting. They're, they, they fluctuate. So arguing with women is fucking pointless. Okay. You also, you cannot negotiate genuine desire, right? If you have to tell a girl to fuck you more and she says that you need to do dishes, there, there's just no dis genuine desire there anymore. You know what I mean? Now you're negotiating. If you have to go to her and say, Hey, look, I really need you to suck my dick more. Right. <laughs> you think that makes her want to suck your dick more? No. Now it's an obligation. It's not, she doesn't want to do it. She's doing it. She might do it, but it's not out of desire. It's because of, okay, well, mm, you know, like, you know what I mean? You want her to enthusiastically want to do that stuff, right? You don't do that. You don't get there by communicating more, by telling her to do that. You know what I mean? Women, uh, they, they, they communicate through subtext a lot, right? If you have to overtly tell women stuff, you basically have, 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 have lost your position. Um, and you have to think about it too. Like she didn't take a lot of convincing to suck your dick in the beginning. Why all of a sudden you need to tell her to do it more now? You know what I mean? Um, another thing too, I have here is a lot of the stuff I learned from either uh, Rolo from Ryan or from a guy named Arschwinger. Okay. Um, but this one's a Rolloism. Ultimatums are a declaration of powerlessness. You know what I mean? Um, and then Arschwinger, he has a whole article. I'm going to inc incorporate this in the book. Uh, but he has a whole article, and I did a live stream about this, on how communication is validation-seeking behavior, right? Basically, if you have to communicate that she's not acting right and stuff like that, you're essentially the judgment's now in her court, right? Women know that they, they know when they're acting shitty, they're not stupid. You know what I mean? And a lot of times, once you've gotten to this position, it's because of all the, the previous stuff that I talk about in, in this chapter, you've, you've stopped doing it. You've lost frame. You've lost your attractiveness. That builds resentment in women and they start acting shitty. You know what I mean? You have no boundaries anymore. They start acting shitty. Okay. Women know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing and communicating more just goes to put the ball in her court, making her the judge, which puts you at a weaker position. And she sees that you're weak and that it makes uh, her lose attraction more. Okay. So communicating is not the best option always. Okay. Um, you want to speak with your actions more. Okay. You want to uh, Rolla says, demonstrate, do not explicate. Um, I think a lot of people understand, don't talk about it, be about it a little bit better, right? Less, uh, more, 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 uh, $5 words instead of $10 words, right? Um, 
so if if she's truly being shitty, you don't necessarily need to tell her, hey, stop being shitty or I'm going to walk. That's an ultimatum. That's a declaration of powerlessness. Just fucking walk. Right. That's a show of power. You know what I mean? Or it, it's like when you're in a supermarket and your your child's throwing a tantrum and you just grab them by the wrist and take them outside saying, hey, we're not doing this right now. Right. That's an action. That's not that's not an ultimatum. Like, hey, if you don't stop doing that, we're going to leave. It's we're not doing this right now. Right. So if your woman's acting shitty at, at the bar and, and just being completely out of pocket. Just be like, you know what? Find your own ride home. I'm out. That's a demonstration of strength. You see what I'm saying here? And you want to reward good behavior and punish bad behavior. Um, the next one is you don't need to get the government involved in your relationship. This is the last key concept in this chapter. You do not need to get the government involved in your relationship. A lot of guys think that uh, they have to get married. Oh, well, if you want to have kids, you, you need to get married. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't actually have to go get a fucking marriage contract and get married. A lot of times, once you, have, once you get kids involved anyway, it's like you're fucked anyway, right? But you, you uh, depending on what state you live in, you don't, you might not have to pay like, you know, uh, you, you probably don't have to pay alimony and you don't have to divide uh, property and stuff like that, right? So basically I have in this section, you can have everything you want in a marriage in a long-term relationship without the marriage license, okay? Uh, now, once you have kids, a marriage license doesn't really change anything, Okay. If you break up, you still have to pay child support. Okay. There's you're there's no getting around child support once you have kids, right? Um, a lot of people complain about that, but I, I do think that you should take care of your kids. You know, they're your fucking kids. <laughs> okay. So I I don't I've never had a problem with child support. My problem was with shit like alimony. You're a grown ass human and you need me to take care of you after we break up. Fuck you, right? I had to pay my wife alimony for five years. It fucking sucked, man. I felt so good when that was over. <laughs> um, another thing I have here too is marriage really benefits women more than men, especially in today's age with like the unfavorable laws. Women get cash and prizes if if the relationship goes south. You know what I mean? If the relationship goes south, they get they get a lot of benefit from that. Okay, men really don't. Now, if you want to have a family, um, I say I say in here, live in a state that that doesn't recognize common law marriage, is not a community property state, and has a custody default of 50-50. And I did some research on this. That limits you to Florida and Kentucky. Okay, to, to have all three. Now, there's some states that where uh they have not a default, a presumption of 50-50, but a consideration of 50-50, that's probably another option, but it's not as concrete as a default 50-50, okay? Um, there's some states where just joint custody is considered, but that's it's not specifically 50-50. That's another, there's more states that allow for that, but a default presumption of 50-50, you have Florida and Kentucky, that's it. Okay. So if you want to make sure that you're somewhat protected in this family situation, if things go south, consider those, those three obligations, right? You, uh, a, a one that doesn't recognize common law and one that doesn't have community property because community property basically means that, um, you both own everything. 
even if you're you're not married, the state says, well, you live together, you both own it, you have to split it or whatever. She's entitled to half your shit, right? Um, uh, states that that don't recognize that that's not necessarily the case, you know. So that's why you want that. Um, now, a lot of people worry about stuff like, uh, well, I want to be able to marry them so I can see them in the hospital. There's a thing called a power of attorney. Okay. All this, none of this is legal advice, right? So consult your, 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 an attorney for all this stuff, but this is just general advice. Okay. Or general, not advice, a uh, general information, I guess I got, I don't want to get sued. Okay. I'm not a fucking lawyer. Um, you can get like a power of attorney that will actually allow you to see people in the hospital and, and make decisions for them and stuff like that. Right. You can add people to your will, right? People don't, you don't have to be married to them for them to be in your will. Um, and you can have people, you can add people as beneficiaries to life insurance if you want, you know what I mean? Now, things that you can't necessarily do is, uh, you can't have them on your insurance policy. So they'll have to come up with their own insurance, you know, stuff like that. But those are like, those are minor things in my opinion. I think the, the, the risk reward ratio to some of this stuff makes more sense to not get the government involved in your relationship, you know? So that's pretty much it, guys. That's what the, the chapter is going to be about. And um, I tried, I hopefully you guys like that format where I sprinkled in the housekeeping instead of doing it all at once. Uh, maybe hope, hope, let me know what you guys think about that in the comments. Yes, consult your local chest Rockwell for a, but for a fucking premium. <laughs> I'm sure. Actually, the whole idea of community property, I learned that from Rob and and from Chest. I learned I learned the 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 idea of that. I never even would have thought of that before. Um. Yeah. I mean, common law, but in a in a state that doesn't recognize common law. I would say. I would say for sure. All right, guys. That's all I have for this episode. Please be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications if you haven't done so already. Thanks to everybody that sounded off in the live chat today. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Thank you to everybody that sent super chats. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. Get your 20 dating app openers PDF. A lot of guys are, are, are getting a lot of feedback from it. A lot of guys are actually seeing some good results with, with that. It's free, right? Get on the email list. And then I'll also mail you some stickers as well. Check out the Practical Law of Attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. Once you get your mind right, everything else falls into place. Join the beer club, guys. If you need a good group of, of, of guy friends to hang out with, this is it. This is it. If you guys need practice being more social, this is it. We meet up once a month. The next meetup is is uh, September 28th. September 28th, 7 p.m. Eastern time. We all get together. It's it, That's a good opportunity to practice just being social, just having fun, busting on the guys. It's, it's, it's good. If you can bust on the guys and deal with guys busting on you, you can handle a girl's shit test, all right? <laughs> and if you guys want coaching, Coaching is available at gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. That's all I have. Friday's episode is uh, top 15 uh, takeaways or 15 notable quotes from Marcus Aurelius's meditations. Um, man, there's a lot of stuff in meditations. I don't know if you guys have ever read it. Meditations, it's, it's, it's not that long of a book. Maybe it's a two-hour listen on Audible. Dude's a law of attraction guy. He, he talks a lot about the universe and all that kind of stuff. We, we get into that on Friday. It's pre-recorded. Tune into that. I will see you guys live again 
not next Wednesday, but but the Friday after. That's I'll be live again. But otherwise, tune into the pre-records, and we'll see you next time. This has been the Come On Man podcast. Now, go out and get it.